You're listening to Fintechs, A, eh? a podcast that explores the innovations and challenges in Canada's fintech landscape. My name is Sue Britton. I'm the CEO of Firefly Gross and an entrepreneur with over 30 years of experience in the financial industry. I also serve on the FinPay Committee and I'm an advisor for Holt Exchange. Join us as we sit down with industry leaders, trailblazers, and pioneers to discuss their journey, the evolution of fintech, and what's next for Canada's ever-dynamic fintech ecosystem. All right. Well, welcome to another edition of Fintechs A. I'm really happy to introduce to everyone. This is Rich Cromie. He is the um, CEO uh, of Paytm. And um, for me... I'm gonna. Uh, I'm excited to actually learn about Paytm and about Rich, but why don't we start there? Why don't you give us a bit of an in- introduction of you know who you are and and uh, you know how you came to be the uh, you know uh, creating this amazing company? Yeah, that's a that's a that answer could take a long time. We might not have enough time, so I'll try to keep it uh, <laughs> concise. But I I am a. Um, a hopelessly curious person. Uh, I, I love looking at complicated puzzles or or situations and trying to figure out: Can we make it more efficient? You know, why is this not working? What's happening here? What's happening there? And so that usually is what leads me down the path of going after some business ideas. Um, I've been in business school ever since university, and and after that, uh, went and dabbled in entrepreneurialism. Um, and then I went on and uh, got married to my beautiful wife and I've had three children since then. And the decision making after children definitely uh, changes from when you're earlier in your career. And <laughs> for my, uh, uh, my, my future and, and, the, and the vision and drive for, for Paytm is influenced by trying to make a change and trying to do things that I believe are right. And so there's the curiosity and the passion and the and the business background, uh, coupled with you know trying to make a change and trying to be impactful, uh, is really what what drives me today. No, that's very cool. Um, where did you go to school, if you don't mind me asking? I went to Laurier, and then after that, I went to Schulich for my. Oh, own. nice. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So, are you have you are you based in Ontario? Yep, we're in in the GTA. Yeah, Trans. yeah, in the GTA. I just moved. I just left the, uh, you know, the big beautiful province of Ontario to uh, live in BC, British Columbia. So, um, on as far as I could get in British Columbia uh, <laughs> west, I'm on the island. Yeah, on the island. Yeah, I was gonna say you must be on the island. Yeah, 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 and. Um, I mean, nothing like no, no disrespect to Ontario, but BC is much more beautiful. I gotta say, <laughs> but we can debate about that. <laughs> yeah, there, there are not too many people I've met that would say it the other way around, right? So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Certainly, exactly. in BC, it's it's. I've been there a couple of times. It is quite uh, beautiful to to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about Paytm. Like, what was the you know. What's Paytm all about? So Paytm is a cloud-based uh, workforce management, engagement, and, and payment uh, uh, platform where okay. we partner with employers or enterprise 
to be able to drive modern tools and features for their back office from time and attendance to reporting to invoicing bill pay and we provide them with a slick front office or or um front front application for their workforce to be able to get transparency and and features and options that will bring them better conveniences or wellness which one of them includes income on demand and mm. so that's what uh, that's what paydium is oh wow and what what segment of the market are you is like your sweet spot in terms of those employers and enterprises so it's really it's funny because it's really any employer i mean what, one of the things that employers struggle with and i guess have been for many many years is is attracting the best talent and attracting is one part and then retaining them is the second part and as we've seen you know the world evolve and people move remote and jobs go from you know 10 plus years of tenure to mm. one or two years that retention attraction and retention issue becomes compounded um not just because of churn but then it's you know keeping your ip in-house and and the knowledge the mm -hmm. transfer of knowledge so opportunity costs are great and they're difficult to measure but if you can go in and you can impact on the attraction and retention piece um then you can significantly you know improve the roi on not just your workforce but the, the services that you're paying for and reduce the the spend at the same time um, for for services or other features that you're paying for, or or specifically around churn. Um, with respect to markets, there's some markets or some industries that get affected much more than others. And I would say the consulting or staffing or employment industry is is one of those uh, where we perform really well and we have a key differentiator there. Those businesses or those industries are are who supply the most uh, labor ac across the world in terms of uh, employment. And mm. um, their only means of revenue is attracting talent and keeping them employed with their clients who are the mm -hmm. big enterprise of the world, whether it's the TD banks or the CPGs or airline industry or what have you. Yeah. Um, and so we're able to differentiate and bring a lot of value to that industry because we can help them in a unique sort of niche way for both hourly sort of salaried hourly or salaried workforce or the the you know solopreneur or the incorporated cons consultant or 1099 as they call them in the US and and we do that really well. Very interesting. Um and I mean obviously there's <clears throat> lots of small businesses in Canada. Um and you know less medium size less large um but so do you are you trying to serve you know the mark the the entire market regardless of size of business certainly we have a um customers of all different sizes but the the largest um group would be that smb group and we provide them with uh the ability to get access to services and features on our platform that they might not otherwise get unless they're a big enterprise. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I'm I'm a target customer. Okay. <laughs> so so this is going to be interesting cuz like I'm a uh you know, um over the years I've had this is my third business 
and they've all been in the you know quasi consulting space so um <clears throat> so and have you do you, are you going to market to try and attract uh these you know businesses to become your customers are you going to market directly um or do you have uh partners you know that where you know um because it's a lot of businesses to try and you know get the attention of so how how have you thought about selling into the into those spaces yeah we we originally um set out uh and and went direct to market and when we started we got a lot of attention early on from a, a few key businesses some of them very large which we've been able to onboard as customers thus far and via that opened up additional uh, partner channels um which is all which have which have also been really really um mm -hmm. really cool to see evolve and we've got a a partner a channel um landing page paytm.com backslash uh partnerships or partners and um what we do via those channels is either assist in the distribution of our features and products across those partner channels where they mm -hmm. can bring their customers over to us or vice versa um mm -hmm. or we partner with them to bring conveniences and and service offerings to the workforce and 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 consultants that are on our platform like benefits and insurances for example um, oh cool if you're a consultant that needs eno dno or gl to be compliant on your work assignment sometimes you think i don't even know where to start i don't know where to go well with the click of a button we can get you a a, a partner in our network that can set you up right away or partnering with owner which is a rvcx company where you can be incorporated and set up a bank account within a 24 hours so yeah. we've been able to demonstrate that uh partnerships that work with us can work both ways via referrals or service offerings oh that's brilliant that is i mean because then then you're really you know kind of you're you're getting the you know the small business customer where they choose to be um you know to be sort of looking for you, whether that's directly or, or indirectly. And um, can you give us an example of some of those partners? Yeah, today? Just... Owner, owner is one of them um, where we've been able to to help consultants on our platform, um, you know, seamlessly, frictionlessly incorporate and get set up with banking, you know, overnight to, so they can take on a new, you know, consulting agreement. Um, or we've got partners in the benefits and insurance space where we've we've seen you know Manulife uh, policies come through, or um, Apollo, which is another Canadian company, which will do corporate sort of uh, business insurances, um, huh. all the way through to other professional services um, that that are just really bringing conveniences to the everyday. Uh, worker that they need anyways and yeah um, yeah you go through the employer and the employer gets to distribute that as a as an employer employee benefit as it drives the loyalty and retention right 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 so cool you've got um you've got a really interesting opportunity selfishly yeah, speaking we, we like it <laughs> we think it over here <laughs> like, we're, gonna, we're gonna bring you on board and then you can continue to uh to work with us <laughs> well, I do need to actually uh, get insurance. Um, that's uh, one of the things that I uh, have been dragging my feet at doing. So I'll I'll follow up with you on that um, okay. for sure, for sure. So um, okay, 
So one of the things that you do that, um, you know, in the notes that we were both given to kind of prepare for this is um, provide earned wage access. And um, that's been a hot topic lately, especially, well, in all different kinds of ways. But um, let's say generally speaking, you know, like the idea that we could innovate and not just pay people every two weeks <laughs> um, uh, and think of it di- think of it a bit differently is um, is you know a sign of the times. But tell us a little bit about you know tell everybody a little bit about this earned wage access and how um, how you know how how um, how the, how you, this sort of space is evolving and what what your offering is. Yeah, the space has evolved significantly over the past, I'd say, five years. Um, yeah. COVID, I think, accelerated a lot of uh, the adoption uh, or or um, appetite for that feature. And um, on our platform, it's one of the features that we have, and we call it uh, income on demand, or mm-hmm. um, depending on the particular offering, uh, pay per diem, which is which is a play on words for for pay diem, and. Uh, because it's still relatively new, although it's been picking up a lot, even even significantly more in the past six months, um, some people are still unaware that it is it is it is a benefit that could be available to them via our platform. And mm-hmm. what we believe at Padium is that you know we can bring modern tools and services and features to employers to to you know automate their back office or help them with payroll friction or payment friction, things like that. But we actually believe that they care about their workforce. Um, and sometimes, you know, even if they wanted to pay their workforce more frequently or on a faster cadence, they can't do it. They won't have the systems or sometimes they won't even yeah. have capital to do it. So, you know, what do you do? And and with with household debt on record highs every year, it seems like, um, the friction is only compounding. And so what Paytm does is pay, partner with those employers to say, we will be able to afford you and your workforce all of these modern features to both help clean up and, and modernize your back office, but help with the wellness and and you know alleviate um, uh, financial anxiety for your workforce, which again drives loyalty, retention, all the things that the businesses need to be running successfully. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you're so right. I mean, at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, especially in the small business space, I would almost guarantee you that, you know, businesses, business owners, have n- neither have no very little knowledge, but also no desire to try and you know become experts at making payroll um, happen, or but very much want to make sure that their employees are looked after and have what they need. And uh, so that's um, that's great. And um, which businesses, what are some of the use cases that businesses can be thinking about where they can utilize income on demand to provide a better, you know, a, you know, to, to provide their employees the best um, experience or access to, you know, um, their wages when they need them? The statistics are out there and they've been available for quite some time um that if if a business or an employer is um leveraging 
income on demand or, or pay per DM, um, the ability to attract uh, workers to those either open requisitions or job postings or to stay longer is, is um, over 80 to 85 percent. Which means that if you are not doing it, then work the workers will leave your your place of work and go to somewhere that has that feature. So it's over eighty mm-hmm. percent, and then the retention is is over ninety percent. So businesses yeah. just by providing the service are going to be able to attract and retain uh, uh, better workers to their company. And that full stop is you know um, something that. You should be paying attention to if you're not doing it already, especially if you've got a number of open requisitions or postings and you can't seem yeah. to fill them up, right? It's one of the quickest, easiest things to do. And yeah. businesses can leverage that not by having to do any heavy lifting. They can reach out to us and we can integrate with their existing ecosystem or we can replace other pieces and afford it to them almost, you know, immediately over over the course of a two-week implementation. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought of this before, um, but... You know, like, because I think a lot of people understand the, you know, the Uber driver example where, you know, um, you know, someone's, you know, um, driving for Uber and, uh, you know, they get paid after every ride, let's say. So that really is a clear, you know, sort of um, example of where you could provide, you know, early access to your earnings. But in the context of a, let's say a consultant who's, you know, maybe doing project work, how does that work? Like what are employers doing in that case? There's a couple different things that um, add friction to that entire sort of payment mm-hmm. cadence, if, if, if you will. So if you're consulting, and I'll take it out of, you know, context of industry, but if you're consulting for somebody, you usually are performing the work that's asked of you per your agreement, and then you're asked to invoice for your time. Yep. yep. And, and a lot of times, uh, especially for super technical people like engineers or or developers, they um, that's not top of mind for them, and so they get behind in actually getting their invoices in only until they need the money. But once mm-hmm. they get invoice in, it's going to go into that AP cycle which sometimes you want it to be 30 days, but sometimes it's 45 days. So you've yeah. got this problem where these businesses are trying to attract folks to to come and perform good work for them. If you can help them out by automating the paperwork and automating the invoices, you can remove the friction between not getting it in on time. And if you can afford them the opportunity to take the income on their terms, where they don't have to wait for an AP cycle, now they're going to be very, very happy. And they tell us that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's so many different um, nuances or pieces in there that Paytm solves for, which people aren't really even aware of. And some folks might say, well, if you earn a certain amount of money per hour, then what you don't need your money faster? Or like, why would you even care? Or if you didn't get your invoice in, I guess you don't need it. But everybody's busy and everybody has things going on. And really, it's your money. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that sticks out to to everybody at the Paytm, um, at, at Paytm and on the team is that whether or not you get paid in one week, two weeks, or 45 days, it's your money. You've already worked. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. should you have to wait? And mm-hmm. if you want to 
take your earnings or your income because you have bills to pay or you have a mortgage payment due or what have you. That's up to you. Or some folks that that take their money early, um, or sorry, I'll say that again. Some of the um, consultants or contractors on our platform that leverage the income on demand because they want to move to a weekly mortgage and they're going to save $150,000 on their mortgage interest payments. So it's a no brainer. Once you're educated and you understand that if you've worked, your money's there. It's just when are you getting paid? Why wouldn't you want it as quickly as you can get it? Not to just reduce risk, but use it to your advantage, which is pay off debts faster, save money on interest or invest it. Right. Or, you know, there's so many reasons why it's yours. You've already worked. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, That's really um, I think that's that's a super um, big opportunity because even with the, you know, changing the way that, um, uh, you know, people get paid. I feel like it's just getting started based mm-hmm. on this discussion because like um and i guess part of the equation is you know you've got the employer and the employee let's say or whether the employee is a consultant or a you know um uh you know a, a developer or what have you but um like you know the employer i guess has to take maybe a little bit of risk in terms of how much um i'll give an example for myself if i'm doing if I'm a business and I have, you know, three employees um, and I'm doing work for a bank, um, well, I won't name any banks, <laughs> but um, let's say it takes them 60 days to pay me. Yeah. Um, and I shouldn't necessarily, I shouldn't, uh, you know, only pay my employees when I get paid, but there's the reality of that, you know, sort of money in, money out and the risk to a small, small business who might have arranged arrangements with employees where they say, you know, I'm not paying you actually every two weeks like a regular employee. I'm paying you on a per project basis. So, but, um, you know, I'm paying you before I get paid. Yeah. And so there's that. Like, how do you feel like our employers kind of grappling with that? Do you think? It's still something that uh, I think um, they are grappling with, but I, I'm call, very call, confident that in the next, you know, six to twelve months, it will be much more apparent that that it's it's a it's an issue that they're going to have to tackle, and and it gets right back to yeah. that retention that retention um, right. um, question or issue because uh, as a small business, if you lose one of your top consultants per se, like you'd be in a tough bind, right? It might take you oh. a long time to find somebody. Yeah, and absolutely. I've, I've talked to so many consultants and it's such a small world where people usually travel in circles. And a lot of them that I've spoken to that yeah. get afforded simple, you know, automation of paperwork or, or faster access to their own, their own income, they will stay with that employer and they won't leave. Uh, in fact, they'll actually be contemplating not going to an employer that doesn't give them access to that. Yeah. We work with employers to make sure that we understand their friction and their payment cadences. And if your ARAP cycle or or your your AR is different than what your AP, which is pretty much for everybody, 
then we can put together a plan that affords you the best options for your workforce and you don't have to come up with, you know, or be out of pocket. It's it's really a a service mm-hmm. offer. If your if your payment cadence is in 30 days, but you want your workforce to be paid every week or on demand, then we work out with you a situation or or a strategy to accommodate mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Cool. How um how did you I know that I'm going backwards actually to something you mentioned at the beginning around uh, partnering with RBC because now my mind is going, okay, who what are all the things that you can offer that you know business customer um, to help them run their business because this is you know we're I know we're, I'm making us talk about this you know early access to wages but um, or earned wage access. Um, but obviously you talked at the beginning about like going right back to incorporating your business um, and your partnership with RBC. How did you how did you land that? Because like RBC is, you know, even though it's owner, it's still RBC. Uh-huh. Um, and and, you know, I've done some business with RBC professionally. It's a tough it's a tough process to contract with them. What was it like getting, you know, like that partnership? Yeah, I think um, the the RBC you know owner, which is an RBCX portfolio company, um, has been fantastic to deal with. I think they've been very warm <laughs> and accepting, and and some of the 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 the, the folks on their team there, um, I've been speaking to over the course of the past several years, and and um, that partnership actually wasn't a difficult one to to put together. <laughs> I think I think both of us saw the immediate impact and value that that we both would be bringing to the table and we're servicing the same sort of workforce or consultancy group and when you look at the fastest growing workforce in North America it is that uh you know 1099 individual hourly consultant type worker and that's only going to continue to grow with the mm-hmm. advances in technology and the speed by which people can either incorporate or become their own uh, boss, through, whether it's through through autonomy or through consulting or remote work, mm-hmm. that's going to increase. And if we can provide them the benefits of getting paid when they want and automate all their paperwork and that be afforded by their employer, then there's a huge incentive um, for them to do that. And so we've been very successful in, in receiving referrals both from owner and also referring <laughs> over to them, people who want to incorporate and set up a business uh, account right away. Wow. That's great. That's great. That's a huge, that's a huge coup for you guys um, to have that kind of, um, you know, uh, offering, the owner offering. I've used it several times. A few glitches here and there, but I think that's, you know, um, there wasn't anything like them before they launched. Um, But generally speaking, you know, a a wonderful service. And, um, and, uh, how like how where is Paytm at in terms of like how old are you guys how 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 many years have you been at this? Oh, uh, so ideation has been going on for quite some time since when I both was starting you know as an entrepreneur and feeling the frictions of just the payroll system and cycle and work and everything um, all the way through to when I myself did a bit of consulting and mm-hmm. invoice for my time on time and then wait 
uh, for, for, you know, payment to come through. And I became my own, you know, collections oh. officer, which is just, you know, uh, the worst. Oh, it's the it, worst. You have so much. Yeah. And then, and then there's so many professionals that just they, they, the anxiety around calling to ask for their own money is too From great. From a customer. That's yeah. a customer that, that should be respected. Appreciative is so sure. great that they, that they don't call that they just, yeah. they just suck it up. And I'm thinking, I want to bring a service to them where, you know, they can just click of a button, take their income when they want and, and yeah. remove yeah. the anxiety. And then that will simultaneously, um, build a loyalty and appreciation for, for that business that brought it to them. It's, it's, yeah. it's so simple. Uh, and getting back to your grappling question, you know, I don't know why people haven't, I get this question all the time. Why hasn't anybody else done this before? I, I don't have hmm. an answer. I think it's complex. I think people are, you know, lo looking at other, uh, or, or focusing on other things. But, um, to me, it's, it's pretty apparent. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and the, the, you know, freelancer gig worker, you know, services, um, category, it, it's, it's true. It's interesting how, you know, when you talk to people about, um, small businesses and the solutions that, you know, um, I heard a lot about this, like maybe last year and the year before about like the verticalization of, you know, um, of financial products, like figuring out, um, and our RBC, another one, so is Scotia, but that has done this where they look, they're looking at healthcare, healthcare professionals, you know, doctors, you know, owners of businesses, but they're they're running their business and they're not necessarily, you know, they they they, they don't have any financial, yeah, um, desire to you know become financial experts or up the, the they want to be able to serve their patients, and so there's those yeah. verticals seem to be really you know, kind of covered <laughs> from a, from the point of view of, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't, uh, there's not a lot that are really looking at financial or at professional services in that broad category. That's interesting. Hmm. Um, so what's, what's, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Nope. You go. <laughs> I'd like to continue that thought about the medical industry. You know, one of the, um, really cool success stories that we've we've uh had recently is a customer of ours is in that space and she has a, a government contract to be able to provide um um uh the the region that she's in for um on-call nurses right and so mm. there's a there's a big demand for that but because unfortunately a lot of those nurses live paycheck to paycheck as we know there's a study done last summer that 50 percent of canadians are living paycheck to paycheck a lot of them can't even get to work because they can't afford to get to the call that they've been asked to go to. And so mm -hmm. this employer um, signed up with us and she is so happy that she's been able to now afford all of the workforce on, on you know, all the nurses are going to be using Padium. They can get paid whenever they want. It doesn't disrupt her current ecosystem. And she can now put more nurses out to work. She doesn't have any open wow. requisitions, which then it also improves more people are going to get medical care. So, you know, um, wow. I wanted to just bring that up because when we talked about the medical industry, it really is a simple thing that we can do to help improve everybody's lives from 
Um, yeah. People getting yeah. to work because they don't have the, the, the cash to get there because they have to wait for pay in a couple weeks to yeah. the person who's waiting for the on-call nurse, but they can't get there because there's all this friction in, in the, the payment cycle. So we're, we're really um, seeing some great feedback and testimonials from both the workers on the platform and our customers. Wow. Um, that's great. I mean, I, I, yeah, we could we could talk about the healthcare, this current healthcare situation, which has been a big eye opener. Yeah. Moving to the province of BC for me, um, and I think partly because I was in Ontario long enough that I had the historical relationship with a family doctor that I didn't notice as much the mm. gap. Okay. Um, and and so now that I'm here and I'm a new resident, I I don't have any hope of having a family doctor for three plus years, even mm. then. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's very, uh, it's a, it's, it's such a, uh, I think it's one of those things you have to really um, uh, probably almost go through to not understand the gravity of it. Like not being able to get, you know, your prescription renewed, not being able to deal with a medical issue. Um, uh, it, you can't even go to a walk-in clinic here. You go to a walk-in clinic. You're you're standing in line for eight hours, wow. and then may, maybe having to go back the next day. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, well, you're right. And, it's perspective. It's all perspective. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, what about the? You know, I would say that the one relationship that I have is a small business that is, and it's not even so much a relationship as it is, um, you know, like. My accounting software is critical to me. Um, and the critical part of it is, you know, is around making sure that I can pay my taxes, that I, you know, um, can even calculate those, um, that it's connected to my bank account so I can give my accountant, you know, access to it so they can do a bunch of work. How has that kind of figured into your product strategy just the the role of that you know accounting software i would imagine that could be a pretty interesting partner um opportunity as well maybe yeah that's a good that's a good question and one of our partners on our on our partner um um network is uh is zero right and so with wow. zero and you can see them at paydm.com slash slash partners you can um you can leverage Paytm for the automation of all your your invoicing, your contracts, all of your data, and it can sync into your your accounting software. And so it's just bringing that convenience so that you can focus on what you do best, which is the consulting, the work, and then you have this home base or this 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 safe place where everything's kind of automating and running in the background for you. Um, all the way through to you know if you're if you're a, a small business owner and you've got your 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 consultants that you have to pay too, we can run that entire back office for you. So you can really just focus on the work, and we can handle all of the other pieces for you from reporting, payments, invoicing, um, bookkeeping. It's it's either through Paytm Direct really? or Partner Network. It's it's all there. Okay, how many PayDMers are there? <laughs> how many employees? <laughs> I don't know. What's your acronym? What's your? What do you call them other than let you, you know let, by their name? 
Yeah, Penny Hammer. That's that's been a term that's been thrown around. Um, we are uh, we've been anywhere between fifteen and twenty, depending on your your consultants and your your hired guns that you bring in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you're on like this kind of verge of big growth? Like in I, I do. Yeah, I do. that's what I feel. I don't know much about you guys, but I feel like that's you know you probably you have. You have some interesting opportunities. If I was a financial institution, I would be thinking about how could I partner with you? I mean, um, the team has been so great and they've worked so hard and we've built it to the place that it is today. And there's no shortage of different opportunities or 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 um, features that we can bring. But our governing um, uh, uh a push is is to bring convenience and really to just well we feel do the right thing right and so mm-hmm. if I mm-hmm. was in your shoes or if I was in somebody else's shoes and I have been in those shoes I want somebody to take care of all these things for me that I don't really like and I don't really want to mm-hmm. do but I know that it's mm-hmm. important um, I know that when I was running my own small business when somebody that worked for me needed money quickly I I was thinking to myself, there's got to be a better way other than me having to stop what I'm doing to then go and take care of this and, and, you know, you know, transfer that amount or cut that check or it's the middle of a cycle or what have you. I thought there's got to be a better way. So we've got to, we've got to be really, um, focused on what our, what our mission is and what our goals are. And, um, because we've signed some pretty big customers and there's a lot of growth opportunity even within our current customer base, there's no yeah. shortage of of other large enterprise that could benefit from what we've already built in different industries from right, right. pensions hmm. to financial institutions to the medical industry. Um, there, there's, there's, there's so much, there's so much to benefit from what we've built and it's malleable and flexible for, for, for most, uh, industries that are out there. Hmm. Wow. Um, so what do you, what, what do you lose sleep over? <laughs> uh, the opportunity is, is you want to get it, you want to get it yeah. all, do everything. Yeah. Uh, you want to, you want everything to be you know, instantly ready. And, um, yeah, you get that question. Yeah. I like it because normally my first response is my kids, right? Like yeah. uh, maybe I lose sleep because of my kids more so than anything else. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, but really I, I get, um, you know, start, start up, start up life this hard. And, and one of yeah. the, um, more recent, um, uh, videos that I watched on, on startup life was, was, um, uh, the uh, uh, ChatGPT uh, founder talked about how, you know, resilience is one of the most important features because it's really hard mm-hmm. for a founder. And if you're not resilient and able to stick it through and focus on what is mm-hmm. important, then it's really mm-hmm. easy to get um, derailed. And so mm-hmm. um, because we've been so resilient and we've done everything to get us to where we are today, um, that impatience that I have or urgency around, okay, let's, ha- I want to see what the future is. I want it to be now that kind of keeps me up sometimes. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. I think, uh, it's the excitement and the, and the urgency and the impatience, yeah. the founder impatience that gets me, gets me going. Well, I, and I think, you know, I don't know if there's ever a good kind of stress. Um, but you know, uh, that's probably, if you could call that a good kind of stress, it's probably, you know, 
um, it's 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 better than, you know, uh, how am I going to keep the lights on? And then that's a reality too. I you know we have, I'm sure you've had ups and downs. I've had ups and downs, um, but that uh, I think that's a that's an excellent point. Resilience is uh, is yeah, pretty key. Yeah. Pretty key. And, and uh, you know the the there's always going to be stress, right? You can't really operate in a world and turn a blind eye or be naive that there's never going to be stress. You got to be able to. You gotta yeah. be able to have some some um, compassion and some empathy that you know things are gonna happen mm-hmm. and really how are you gonna deal with it? You know, everybody faces adversity. You got to make sure that um, you're 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 paying attention. You're aware, um, and there's a lot of things that are gonna happen that are even completely out of your control uh, that you gotta be able to handle. Like there's regulatory, there's you know, market conditions, economic, yeah. there's, there's all these things. you got to be able to face all of them and inside of a startup while you're bringing a new product to market. You know, it's, it's really tough. But um, when I think about, you know, why do I keep doing this? It's because I want to look back on my life and, you know, 10 years when I'm a grandpa or maybe it's longer than 10 years, actually. <laughs> oh, my, my children are all under 10, so it's going to be a lot longer than 10 years. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> But when I look back and I like, did I, did I try? Did I, did I put in the effort? Did I try hard? Did it, did it mean something? Was it going to make an impact? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's sort of, you know, what, what gets you going. Cause it's hard, but if you're resilient, then, then the, the yeah. strongest are going to survive. The strongest are going to win. Yeah. Um, I feel like we could end it there, but. I kind of want to ask you about some of the um, exciting things that uh, we learned about at the end of last year that are, you know, um, I'm going to be the glasses half full uh, person and assume that are going to happen, one of which is uh, open banking. And, um, and you know, the argument for waiting until somebody says go is, um, excuse me, um, I think a bit futile because you know the the Canadians businesses and uh, consumers have been sharing their banking credentials for years in order to get access to and you know share data with like you know fintechs and other companies software platforms like you know the zeros of the world so that they can get stuff done uh, and get access to services so open banking or not we're doing what open banking um, you know, sort of uh, the, at least a, an aspect of what open banking is is going to deliver, which is share allow us to share our data. What um, what's your view on open banking, and you know the impact that it could have on your business and your your customers? Yeah, I think I think uh, <laughs> open banking for me is is kind of. You know, likened to the the earlier days of the Ubers or Airbnbs of the world. It's like in the early days you thought you're going to drive in a car with a stranger. What if they're drunk? Or you're going to go sleep in a stranger's house? You know, like what about? And so the concept of like open banking and and providing you know um, collaborative, interconnected financial services uh, is 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 supposed to be, you know, governed or managed by, you know, fear or the lowest common denominator or what have you, um, 
is mm-hmm. is like the same sort of fear or anxieties people had around some of the biggest businesses that we've seen today. So I think it's actually going to be um, an inevitability, and I and I and I do push forward and, and try to be one of the pioneers in 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 that um, by building what we've been building. Um, but just you know, enhancing financial transparency and providing conveniences and being efficient, um, giving people control uh, is what we should be focused on. And mm-hmm. um, resistance mm-hmm. of that is only going to just you know not only slow us down, but it's just going to hurt us more uh, in the future. Yeah. Because, yeah. You know, other governing bodies or other other um, other places are going to be a lot more progressive, and they're going to. They're going to, yeah, it's good. They're going to push it through. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the, you know, as a business owner, not being allowed to do something is uh, one of the things that I I feel almost creates the most, you know, stress and strain and almost um, emotion. Like, yeah. When my, when my pink feed breaks with my accounting software and my accountant is, you know, pinging me saying, uh, can you give me the code or whatever it was that they need? You know, like that kind of, can you refresh the bank feeds and whatever? And I'm like, I'm in the middle of a big client presentation. I don't have time to do this stuff. It's um, it's so, uh, like those things. And I think back to your, you know, kind of one of your key value propositions is convenience, right? Um, for for, for uh, business owners, like it's 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 going to be so uh important that these things not you know be you know not be continue to be friction points right that's right it's got to it's got to be people want frictionless seamless convenience right if you travel yeah. to europe you want to know that you can be paying in a local currency that you don't have to go and open a bank account and then go through the whole you know, pain of that. Even if the bank you bank you want to open is a subsidiary of your Canadian bank, it's still such a painful process. It does unnecessary. It's 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 yeah, beyond yeah. that. Technology is there, and so, um, you know, yeah. Whether you work um abroad or while you're on vacation or in a different province or country, you should be able to be paid in the currency that you want. Connect with the features and tools that you want. Um. All of the businesses that are going to be setting up and leveraging this are going to comply by regulatory and compliances. That's that's the that's the that's the goal here. Um, yeah. But once you do that, people will be happier. Uh, there'll be there'll be less friction. They'll be happier. It'll be more convenient, and you'll you'll probably see like increased productivity and and wellness overall. Um, yeah. So yeah. so you know, Padium's pushing the envelope on trying to make sure that we can um, leverage data. And, and leverage systems to automate a lot of pieces. And because we're inside the data and we can automate, we can help people get access to their money on demand. And um, we want to be able to do that, um, of course, on an open banking infrastructure where people can get paid with the conveniences of timing, but also currencies or means by which they want to be paid. Bank yeah. accounts or cards or what have yeah. you, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on you know how to make actually getting a bank account more convenient <laughs> in Canada? I, um, well, what do you mean by that? How, getting a bank yeah. account more convenient? 
Well, getting a bank account, getting access to a financial product, like businesses are, you know, forget the fact that there's not enough digital, you know, end-to-end experiences in the Canadian market, but it's tough. You know, the, the, the hurdles you have to go through to actually even just open an account yeah. um, or uh, apply for a credit card. Um, you know, there's lots of new fintech companies out there, but the reality is, unfortunately, um, and I think this is, you know, an insight from moving to a new province. Like, we know about fintechs more in the, you know, places like downtown Toronto. But once you get into, like, I don't know, Langford on yeah. Vancouver Island, yeah, um, like, I would say 99.9% of the people don't even really know what fintech means. So there's um, no, there's no giant Las Vegas flashing sign saying fintechs here. No, I think, I think, you know, there will, there, there will be a tipping point, right? The, the pains yeah. that people are experiencing, like yourself as a consultant who, you know, I know, I know folks that they haven't been um, T Ford in a decade. And so when they go for a credit product to the bank, they can't yeah. get one because they don't have a, a history of a pay stub, it, but yeah. they, they're citizens and, and, and actually people in this country that, you know, are creating jobs and employing people, but they, they, yeah. they, they get turned away for, for a yeah. credit card. it's, it's, it's unreal. And so th- there will be a tipping point. And I'm, and I think one of the paths to accelerating that is going to some of the newer fintech startups yeah. that are going to, you know, remove the friction for you. And you're going to see the the legacy banks or the legacy institutions, they're going to take notice. They're going to have less, you know, um, onboarding. They're going to have less new customer signups. And you're going to see the fintechs and the newer businesses grow. And we got to make sure that we're working with Fintechs Canada and other groups to make yeah. to ensure that policy keeps up and, and, and that they don't get stifled. But that tipping point is going to come where where people are going to say enough is enough like i need i need convenience and i'm going to seek it out and once i get it i'm not going back to the old way and yeah. you know we've seen yeah. that with Pedium where consultants on our platform we do everything for them and give them their money on demand they ask us can i bring Pedium with us with me to to my next employer and we say absolutely you can go and you can refer your employer to us we have a page you know dot 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 com slash you know uh referrals and and you can refer your employer so that we can continue to go with you and we will afford you all the benefits from from the platform um if you want the the income on demand feature we have to be uh embedded with your with your employer to make sure that we're we have all the data points and and the systems in place that we need to be able to to afford you that Hmm. Hmm. wow very cool Okay, so Rich, let's try and wrap things up by, you know, kind of re-explaining what Paytm is all about. Um, and, you know, what I've heard is, yes, you have uh, some amazing, you know, features around things like providing access to early access to earned wages. But what's the big picture story about Paytm and what you are uh, as an offering? I think em- employers um, employers care about uh, their companies. They care about their workforce, and um, you know, Canada has a a you know robust financial system. And there's um, 
certain aspects that that we believe can be um, enhanced or, or refined or improved. And one of the things we're working on with, you know, FedDev Ontario, and, and we're thankful to be working with them is, you know, considering our advancing fin- financial inclusivity um, in Ontario across and across Canada, where um, a lot of employers are hiring um, individuals who who don't come from you know well means or different backgrounds and sometimes struggle to get access to tools or features or services that that um, they really need. And so working with um, the Canadian government and the financial institutions and, and the financial system to be able to bring features and tools like this that provide not just automation and, and modern payment or payroll services, but uh, access to features for for individuals who really need it the most, like mm-hmm. nurses or 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 you know other folks in the financial industry or, or the 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 general services industries. Um, yeah, we want we want to see that uh, come across Canada and, and be really Im- improved. And looking at everybody from diverse backgrounds is is really important, and that's one of the things that we see in in the big picture. So. A software as a service platform for businesses to use to really kind of get access to many, many different capabilities to run their business and to, um, you know, pay their people and to, you know, automate processes like, you know, really a, you know, kind of uh, a small business um I don't know if I can say marketplace, but, you know, um, platform. And uh, I think that's very, very cool. And um, we were talking earlier about, you know, our own, you know, sort of um, uh, testimonials or or our own feelings about being business owners. But can you give us a, you know, a couple of, you know, like customer testimonials that kind of come to mind or or customer stories? Um, that uh, that have that have stood out for you as you've been kind of building Paytm. Yeah, the 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 customer story um, I mentioned earlier about the 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 nurses and and helping them get to work. Um, that was that's a that's a big one because you're impacting multiple people like at the same time, um, all the way down to the individual at the at the house call. Um, We've seen some of our customers, you know, more than double or triple their their um, annual annual revenues because they've been either able to retain and attract more workforce, or they've been able to go out to market and, um, particularly in the staffing industry, uh, land additional um, agreements with their own customers because they've got tools and services that can help them attract, yeah. retain better folks, and they can engage them. And the engagement and conveniences is is what's on our platform and, and why they stay. So you know the nurses um, getting to work and the employers that are providing that benefit to them is a huge, but that on the is a huge benefit and and a testimonial. But then on the on the workforce side, we've had people phone us and you know say praise God for you, like you you actually yes. helped me. Um, uh, make my 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 rent on time. They they were about to be evicted, and they were sobbing, oh saying that they made their rent on time and they got to stay in in their in their home. Um, wow! Down to <laughs> you know um, a heart wrenching story where we I had somebody call me who who had just watched um, 
an old man um, at the the banking um, um, wickets or, or the banking teller mm-hmm. was a pensioner uh, begging for a hundred dollars, <laughs> and because his pension wasn't due until the end of the month, he needed a hundred dollars, and and they turned him away, and mm-hmm. um, that that is really sad and it's hard to listen to because the funds mm-hmm. are there and and the people need it and we got to be able to provide people with access to to their money whether it's a fixed income pension yeah. salary what have you um so we've got testimonials up and down from customers or or workers that uh we're really proud of and and what keeps inspiring us and we're happy to share uh reach out we'll tell you all about it and you'll experience it for yourself <laughs> well um a, a little known fact i didn't know this until i met you that you uh you say you're not really that um you know uh, used to being in the spotlight i hope you can get out there a bit more and speak about Paytm because i do think it's uh you're you know you're solving some really important problems like those examples you just um gave about some of the you know, results people have shared with you. So, but anyway, thanks very much. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, and I'm sure people can find you on LinkedIn and can find yep. you. You've mentioned your website a few times. Um, uh, but yeah, thanks very much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, Sue. Appreciate this is great. It. I look forward to connecting soon. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Looking for more insights? Visit us at fintechscanada.ca or follow us on LinkedIn. We'll see you next time for more on Canada's latest fintech innovations.